right? So, mm -hmm. um, no, I think that um, I think there was a lot. The way headsets work is there's a pretty standard. I mean, you can only put a hat on one way, right? Like there's there's only yeah. this. Well, you can put a hat on a million ways, but a hat fits the way a hat fits. And same with the headsets. And I think that there's either too much that's added to a headset or there's too little. And yeah. I think the major support that I felt was really needed was that top piece, the the strap in the back, and then the to to the, the clasp and and the the ability to uh, to to tighten and loosen as, as you needed. But the other part that I wanted was the ability to push the visor in and away for breathing mm -hmm. room, because once you start cranking that back part, you you're you have you have no more there's no more movement. So that extra point of movement was just a little bit extra to give the to give the user, um, like again that extra that extra notch or two to be able to have it to their fit, and yeah. with with the ability to do that, you can also uh, it also helps to push one side in further than the other if they need to or whatever it may be based on vision. So there was a lot of little things that I thought about when I when I wanted it designed, but in reality, I think that um, they're all very generic they're all they're kind of the same idea but mm -hmm. each individual strap just has kind of their own little quirks so yeah yeah and i've noticed like out of the box um even without the centerpiece like i noticed you really don't even have to put the centerpiece in i did it no. just because um i've used the regular strap for so long without having that centerpiece there i was like it didn't feel right and so i just threw that centerpiece in there just kind of like just yeah. make it feel kind of normal to me but um yeah i've liked how like it just like fits right here and then like i just cranked it and then you don't get that like it was kind of weird not feeling it on my ears anymore which is kind of good because sometimes it would cut into it and then i think the best feeling about the headset that you sell is the fact that um it feels secure without feeling it's on your head because the other straps if you got it too tight instant headache you know instant pressure yeah, I have, um, I have, well, I don't have the, I have the, these guys here. I'm going to promote them for a second, uh -huh. but I have, I have their headset and it does that really badly. I actually had to put it down and I couldn't wear it anymore because it was yeah. putting pressure yeah. right on the top of my head. Yeah. I don't and like that. Yeah. Because it, it's one, it's a band, right? It goes mm -hmm. around and when you crank it up, all it's doing is pressure, pressing on here where ours pushes on the top of your head and the back of your head. And then you're, you have the ability to push it forward if you want to. But, um, but yeah, I, I completely agree with you because there's times when I've gotten massive migraines and I don't even know why. And yeah. then when I try a different headset, it's like different shoes, right? You mm -hmm. all of a sudden you're running and you're like, these feel weird. And then you try something better and you're like, oh, well, that, that works for me. And I'm not saying my headset works for everybody. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, though, that each individual headset is going to work different for other people. Yeah, and for sure. And that's why I really like that I could really crank down on it and not not feel that pressure because it's definitely it's a pressure headache is all what it is and so that's definitely a relief right there and like so other than just the uh the head strap that you sell is there anything else that you have on your store or is that what your main focus right now uh no well i, I don't want to say anything because oh it's right here but my pistols are selling pretty like hotcakes right now but <laughs> uh i don't know i don't know what it is but the environment right now is just looking for more realism in the sports and, and he can talk on it for sure about his product as well and i think you should because it's it's 
it's weird because you you physically can't see what you look like outside of your realm, right? Like you mm. got you put the headset on and and but the the feeling of what everything does is what we want. We we want the we want the more the, the immersion, right? Mm-hmm. And with when you got the gun mods and you got the pistols and you got all this other stuff, it's just it just adds to that just so much more. Um it's 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 amazing and it feels really really different and one yeah. thing i do tell people especially uh, with my product because i know it very well is the pistols are weighted they're they're most they're supposed to feel like you have something in your hands mm-hmm. whereas people are like they play with controllers and they're like oh i like this but it's not really quite there yet and that's why hit well and again can speak on his but it, it gives you that extra step of, of uh, the realistic feel outside of the VR. So are people, what, what game are people using it for? Like pistol whip? Oh yeah. Yeah. Pistol whip for sure. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, there's, there's quite a few, uh, but it, it's mostly, it well, it's all, it's mostly all the pistol based games, but what I find a lot of is um, um, they're using it for, Again, the immersion, but they're they're definitely using it to feel that that extra uh, that extra weight value because the, the the controllers are so light that when you're actually using some sort of pistol in a game, it doesn't really feel like you're actually shooting something. Like you can even yeah. put a weight on a controller, and that would give you a little bit more of that realistic mm-hmm. feel of that firearm that's being raised and lowered, right? Yeah. Um, so and we don't have recoil or anything on our on our controllers so that's not a real thing that we can we can adapt to so which you know i thought about this because if you ever go to shoot a gun you have an instructor there right and one that's actually trying to train you to shoot the gun properly with you know having a good sight is that the recoil majority of the recoil is made up in our head when we go like this and make the you know the boom boom, a lot of that back thing is because we've seen movies and we see people do that. And so we put that in our head. That's the way the gun's supposed to be. Of course, there's always going to be kicking a gun, but not as extreme as we make it. And so right. like, I've, I've always wondered like uh, with a person that's never shot a gun and has never seen a shooting movie, but they're shooting a gun in VR without <laughs> having that, like that, you know, that feeling if they ever would go out into the field and just like shoot a gun and be like perfect aim, like without, having the kickback because it's not in their head to do that but i definitely um like when you put real immersions i know like olin um um the uh oh the person we had on yesterday what's his name the the bearded uh beer and headshots beer beer and headshots yeah jbar way i'm i'm muting myself because i'm the one causing static my uh, processor for whatever reason is like getting janky so whenever i'm not talking i'm muted Okay. Okay. So, so he's having some technical. He, he was telling me about it. It's kind of funny because he was telling me about it earlier, but I don't. He, we don't hear it through here. But I guess it's only being heard through the uh, through the streaming service. So that's that's fun. We'll have to figure that out. But uh, um, what with J Bar is that he said with his um stocks that he's actually added weights to it to even feel more immersive and more weighed down. Uh, more than it is and me i play with his you know i play with his stock all the time and i'm just like dude after like 30 minutes like i used to play hours of contractors and not even feel a difference with with the new with the gun stock i'm just like okay this is i'm getting a little, <laughs> a little tired here so 
I could definitely see how it is. So yeah, you have those two pistols. I saw those. Um, and so, yeah, I can see it being pistol whip. There's another one that they're out there. Um, do you think since you are into that, that those two things where they go on two different, uh, uh sticks to go, like I've seen new mods, uh, controller mods for, uh, like beat saber and stuff like that. Have you thought about doing like, or a lightsaber for like a Jedi game or something like that? Yeah, I probably will, to be honest with you. Yeah. But, but I think, I think personally, um, I, I wanted to start with something that was fundamentally me. Uh, like, yeah. cause I am, I am a hunter, my, my trade in my past life. And, and now I deal with firearms or don't currently deal with a lot of firearms, but I've dealt mm -hmm. with firearms. I've worked overseas and stuff. So rock up is more of an outdoorsy type of feel anyway. It's, it's yeah. just kind of what it is. So I wanted to mm -hmm. stay within that and beat saber. Um, I do play a little bit, but I'm nowhere as good as some of these dude they're nuts no no there's a reason why there's youtube videos on like certain styles of so extreme they've been doing feet saber to wiener saber you know they've and the okay. last one i saw was titty tassel saber like what in the world yeah they're getting creative with it that's pretty creative i gotta i gotta be honest but um but i think that uh i think that for beat saber is like its own it's its own world like it might as well just be its own game. they're their own breed of Not animal, own game okay. but, it might, but yeah it might as well be its own vr like thing like it's just oh it's a, it's a genre for sure it is it definitely is 100 percent. they've definitely nailed nailed that product but um but yeah there's there's a lot of competition out there for beat saber like products and stuff like that which there is for pretty much anything yeah. but but there's just so much coming out now uh for accessories that by next year there'll be again brand new things like um i, I don't want to give away too many right now because there's some that i want to get on board with but mm -hmm. uh but i think that we're in for a pretty cool year coming any up. any hints for everybody no. out there any no, kind of I, I honestly honestly i couldn't you know what i don't even want to give a hint because i actually think that if it doesn't succeed it will flop hugely but i don't know he why he doesn't want his name to be part of that <laughs> yeah 100 percent. no no, no. I, you know, I don't care I've, I've flopped millions of times like everybody else has so it's not anything new <laughs> yeah um, and uh, like uh, from my end too uh i really couldn't speak up when because uh, you know the microphone issues but when you're talking about the the pistol grips you have um what was the term you called them Are you call do we call those gun stocks or what do we I, I call them pistol stocks. Pistol stocks. Them, a pistol stock them, sounds yeah, good. Yeah. But what I was going to say the, for the pistol stock is that personally for me, I, w I saw it initially. I was like, I don't see like why. My first thought was why. And I get that same response on TikTok all the time. Like why? Like that just seems strange. And then, yeah, it, 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 adding that element and, and adding the element that – you don't you don't really know until you put the headset on and you understand like okay this is what it actually feels like you never really know that's the tough part too that's the tough sell is like you don't really know what you're missing until you try it just like with vr as a whole and like that the new products you're probably going to be like working on like it's going to be the same scenarios like you don't know until you get your hands on it and it totally is but you gotta think you're thinking of exactly the way i way i explain it to people where is if you're invested in a system like say xbox or, or playstation and you're you play fl flight sims you're gonna get a flight yoke 
But if you want to play driving sims and you like a driving stick, you're not going to play with a flight flight yoke. Like, right. You're, you're going to you're going to play with whatever is compatible with that game that you're playing with, right? Mm-hmm. And so each individual accessory is going to do that for you in completely different ways. Um, so one product may be perfect for it, and the other product might be just absolutely shit for it. My product might be crap for that game. I absolutely, I'll agree with that. But it might work for other games and make you feel a little bit more immersed in the feeling. That's all it is. That's yeah. what we're, we're just giving the we're giving the user just more ability to play the games in their own freedom and their own in their own immersion. That's all. That's all we're doing. That's that's also the stuff we're pushing for too. It's not always just like you're going to become a professional as soon as you use the stock. It's like no, it's more than just that. Yes, it will help your aim, but also like it just feels so good to hold the stock compared to just floating your hands. And like I've been doing it s- since most of my VR like career. So I always prefer it just because of that reason. But like every now and then, like I'll go to freehand just for like certain arcadey type games. So like, it, like you're saying, it's not a one size fits all thing. It just depends on what you're going for. I agree. Yeah, and, and also just so you know, the, the static is gone with the headset you don't have on. I checked it. It sounds better. So cool. It must have been when you free roamed uh, that. But uh, yeah. It, I just, it's kind of always weird as well when they create games where it's just like you can know there's no way you can even bring immersion into the game because it's so freaking left field like you're doing this you're doing that it's just like it's almost like i wish there was enough time between pavlov because there's a gun round uh you know there's a pistol round and then there and you got your other gun as well like to be able to take your your gun stock and then uh, your pistol stock put it on there for pistol round and hurry up and get the actual gun stock for actual, you know, for your, your like, MP4s and stuff like that. That'd be kind of uh, interesting. But you have, like, 20 seconds to buy all your shit really quick and go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, uh, I, I'm just, I'm excited to see, like, because you mentioned earlier about how it's, uh, the, it's constantly evolving, too. And I'm always, that's always in the back of my mind. And it's always a driver to like keep, okay, how am I going to still, it's still working me to find my niche within this niche, but also making cooler stuff for the future. Like it's not just going to be a basic stock that I'm making now that's going to cut it. It's going to have to be the next level of thing. And like, it's going to be a buildup towards that. And hundred percent, if you're not, if you're not thinking of your next product while you're dealing, while you're working on your current one, then you're failing. Right. Because ooh, the way this industry is going so fast that it's not it's not going to wait up for us, right? Mm-hmm. We we have to get ahead of it. And and, it, and I and this goes to straight straight with you too is is it, the esports. Like if if we don't if you don't get ahead of the ball with what VR is doing in esports, you're going to be left in the dust in a year from now. Luckily, all three of us here I think are doing pretty darn good for ourselves, but yeah. we 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 just can't we can't stop. And I think that when I talk to other people in the VR community and they, they do ask me, because I do do a lot, but I'm saying I, I do a lot because I want to be part of this going forward. I don't want to be left behind and I want to make sure that I'm relevant just like any business person would five years from now, 10 yeah. years from now, whatever it may be. If we don't think of our, our business or our future in VR in five years, then we're... Yeah, we're, 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 yeah we're pretty much it's like that you're just gonna be a one-hit wonder where you made something good at one point and now it's not relevant relevancy is the is what is you know keeps you around to be suitable because like 
just because one thing worked this year doesn't mean it's going to work the next year. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, right. the weird thing is that the one thing that you originally started with three years later, might they might make a game that makes that relevant again. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Around to bring that back again to understand if you're not up to the news and the things that are happening now. Um, and that's why I like doing this podcast because, one, you know, I already am in every freaking VR Discord know the freaking man just because I have to be because I have to constantly see – you know what's going on but also i do this podcast just because i like knowing everything that's going on like i have like three different people that i watch constantly on youtube just for like the most biggest updates i read um you know like uh um the road to uh to vr like their article i read their articles and stuff like that i get a lot of their, my information from them but uh if i don't keep up the date on new games coming out and I don't start prepping people to get into the beta or the alpha. Like, if you look at Ultimate, for instance, as this came out, they had a beta stage, and then they had a preseason stage as well. By preseason, they you could pretty much pinpoint who's going to be number one in a season pretty quickly. <laughs> and, you yeah. know, if you're not part of that preseason or the beta, and you can't really hurry up and grab that person that is really dedicated his time, who's really loving the game, if you can't grab that, the next organization, or he's just going to create his own team, you know? Hundred percent, and I think that this conversation kind of leads on to what we were talking about earlier, which shows the uh, Nvidia Four Thousand series, and I want to bring that up in this specific conversation for exact point is what we're making right now, is um, futuristic of te- the future of technology in VR realm, but then also to be so far ahead of technology because mm-hmm. it's a huge upgrade that the people that there are people that won't be able to catch up for a while. And where, where can does technology, where's technology going to go when it kind of surpasses what we can currently do? What can Especially you surpass in the 490 right now? But you see this well, exactly. thing? And that thing's and nuts. But at the same time, like, I didn't they just release the 30 series like two years 30, ago? 3090, 3090 Ti. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, uh, yeah. Well, it's almost like it's like a new game of Madden. They come out with new stuff every year. But yeah, really... it's a strategy. Apple can put out like the craziest phone you can think of, but they just choose not to because they hold the market. Like they pretty much like yeah. they grip it. But like for the most part, they just periodically release stuff just to keep the money flow in. Right now we're in the stages like we're trying to just make everything freaking better, 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 like no holds barred. Like we're just trying to make it work and make it something cool, which is exciting. Like you just see, see a lot of experimental stuff and it's very uh, – it's like uh, it, it's it's just something that you actually feel like you're a part of and you feel like you can – you you're not fighting like this giant monster. It's like no, you're, you're competing with like – like-minded people that are on the same boat as you like yes there are some big players that have big investments and stuff but it still is like dude i have a chance in this even though like we're not huge like we can still make it happen just keep working hard and that's why that's why i'm loving this what we're doing now and that's why i'm like just not stopping but uh yeah and i don't know if you want to test out this new screen or if you want to even try and do it but i just sent a png of the specs compared to even the 30 the the 3000 series compared to the 4000 series and it's like it it's really like so you got the 4080 and the 49 they're going to be pretty comparable um i think the price range between the 4090 4090 i believe is going to come out around 1600 to 1500 and then the the 4080 is going to be coming out around 800 to a thousand i think around there which for uh for the gpu that's really not that much i was really expecting like two grand out of this thing 
You know what sucks though is like I got a 3070 Ti. I got like a, a $600 CPU. I got the fast RAM. Like I got all this. It's kind of like a Frankenstein PC, but it's still there's still a lot of money. It's it's a lot of big hardware in there, but I can still only run COD at like so. I do all high settings. I was playing Modern Warfare 2 beta over the weekend. The highest settings, I'm at like 110 frames. And then I drop it down to low. And it's at like 70 frames for some reason. So like even oh. though you got all this gnarly hardware and all this good stuff, like if you're still kind of screwed to whatever the game is just going to allow you to do to a degree. And if it's not yeah. made which, right. Which is bringing up my point at the beginning of this conversation. Is like, yeah, you can get the nice sweet ass hardware. But if the game developers are not creating games that are going to push out for that hardware mm -hmm. in another year, <laughs> six months, eight months, then the hardware is kind of useless until everybody else catches up to it. And I think that that's the same for VR is where, you know, our headsets, especially if you're using, if you're using better headsets, totally get it. Yeah. You're going to be able to see a little bit more crisper than quests or whatever you may be, but mm -hmm. the quests are only going to be able to max out on something like we, we, we can only go so far on them. And I think that that's where um, having that great hardware is fantastic and, and seeing that goal that we can do this with that type of, with the 4,000 is just a, it's a beast of a piece of equipment for sure. Uh, just when, when is it going to be relevant to what we're doing now besides yeah. gaming on PCs, not on, not on headsets. Yeah. And, it, and it, the thing is with, with these things, like, 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 like what Olin just said, yeah, the 3000 series just came out. I was literally just building the, my PC that I'm getting ready to get was going to have a 3000 series in it. But with the price that I just read for the 4090, like I can definitely put that in this PC and still fit in, in the lines of pretty much what was affordable to me. Was that um, 1500 bucks or something? 1500 bucks for, for the 4090. But you can thank crypto for that because they're flopping. So it's yeah, not so... <laughs> Yeah, dude, everything's flopping the whole time. Oh, yeah. Dude, TikTok dude, is just a. Them so much, dude. TikTok, I swear, is just a stream of just, hey, what's up, America? Uh, everything's on fire, pretty much, and everybody's <laughs> yeah. broke now. I'm just like, okay, well, I'm gonna go play video games now because I don't want to <laughs> think about the impending doom coming this winter. Like, win it's literally like Game of Thrones. Winter is coming, and all the produce <laughs> places are on fire and whatever. I'm just like. All right, Where well, are the ice giants at? Yeah, shoot. <laughs> You're going to see them in Miami when the freaking hurricane washes you away. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, there's a hurricane, too. My goodness. But so, yeah, it that... comes out October 12th for 1600 bucks. Is, is how much the total is. How much was the 3090 on release? It was like in the uh, 800 bucks, right? No, I thought the 30... Well, 3090, when it... Like, I remember last year, the 3090 Ti is what came out last year. You could not find the damn thing to save your life. Right. And when you did find it, it was two to three grand. I was. I remember one person showed me they bought it for four grand. And I go, that's the stupidest thing yeah. I've ever seen in my life. You could have built a lovely PC a little bit lower for the graphics and would have ran just fine for the next five to ten years. Yeah, you might not have had the best one, but just wait till this hype is over. The only reason why the hype was so big is because everyone wanted the data mine. Mm -hmm. Guess what? Yeah. No one's freaking data mining anymore. And you know what? It all these people that bought these GPUs just for mining are now trying to sell them and these people, these sad sad people are buying these damn GPUs that were ran every day 24/7. Yeah. Don't buy those. Mhm. Mm you yeah, are buying yeah. a freaking honest last limb GPU. It might be a 3090 or a 3090 or 3080 who, who who knows you know 
but they ran that every day at the maximum power you know the threshold it would go yeah. just to try and mine and you know whatever it, mining's done so same thing uh, with playstation and crazy prices they're releasing a newer slimmer version without a disc drive now but it's like okay like so all for all those for all the for for everybody who doesn't have one which is pretty much everybody on the market who wants one is like they're coming out with that but you're like oh that's something i still can't get because i can't even get the first one still <laughs> so yeah it's it's ironic at launch price was two thousand dollars so it's even cheaper and, and it's like double the power double so 49 i think it's triple the power. the power isn't it no on some games on some games it is uh, tenfold, yeah. If you, I think he might still have that graph pulled up on, on the image. You can't see it, though. Um, we'll have to find a way so the guests can see it. But we have it pulled up because everyone else No worries, no worries, yeah. Um, so um, I'll have to also send you it after this because I know you'll like to read this information. But, like, they have, like, Resident Evil, Assassin's Creed, The Division, okay, Warhammer. Yeah, yeah. And they have all the, the thresholds of what is being pulled. And so you have the 3090 Ti and... The only thing that it's better than some games is in the, with the 4080 uh, 12 gigabyte series. But when you have the 6 gigabyte, I don't know why if you're getting an esports game, why would you even buy a 12 gigabyte RAM? I mean, you're not going to get very far with 12. 16 or 32 is really where you're going to be at with a 4080. So, um, but the 30, 3090 is still okay. But looking at the 4090 series for 1500 bucks, yeah. why not? So like the so we're talking. I got it pulled up here now for everybody to see. Uh, this is just relative performance, right? But like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like how how much better can it? Like Cyberpunk is the only game I could imagine that it can run better. But yeah, like, even look at Cyberpunk. It's like if you look at the Cyberpunk compared to the ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. Like I just. I, I want it, obviously, but I'm just like, I, I feel like it's going to be the same thing where, like, yes, I wanted the 30 series. I finally get the 3070 Ti, you know, saved a little bit of money. And then I'm just getting a slight jump in frames. I'm not seeing anything extraordinary for the games I play, at least. And it's just kind of frustrating. I'm like, now I got to put 1500 down. And, like, I watched my little brother play his PS5 playing COD. He'd play Warzone a lot. And it looks beautiful, and it runs 120 consistently. I'm just like, dude, I'm paying double the price for one component. Like, I should, yeah. it should just be running like it's in real life, pretty much. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, and we'll see how it gets. But I mean, the only time, the only thing that's really going to advance into technology is like, in my opinion, I think mm -hmm. that pancake games are out the way. And one thing, while we're talking about how processing is going to work and how fast and how beautiful games are. Are gonna be is a good segue into talking about Bone Labs right now. Yeah, um, I'm just stoked. The, yeah, I mean, first of all, what do you all think about the hype drop that they did? I think they, I, who, why has no marketing person just been like, hey, we, you know, Bone Works? Yeah, I know Bone Works. You know, it was PC VR, cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I couldn't play because I, you know, I was on standalone, but I heard people had a really good time with it. Oh, here's a here's a trailer for it. Oh, that, yeah, Bone Labs. Oh, I can play it on Oculus? Okay, cool. Oh, I can get it Thursday? I can get it on Thursday? That was beautiful, but I did not see that coming. I was just like, you that's that's the way to do it. Like, like just wow. Wow. Stop building up so much anticipation and hype and then 
there have been so many i think that's why they did it too is because like so many games have done that recently the past two years build up so much hype it looks sick it looks beautiful and then released here's eighteen thousand bugs and the, all that build up just it just makes it that much worse like if you didn't know it's coming oh mm-hmm. here it is and then you're not going to be like you guys should have had this fixed at launch so much like yes you will feel that way but in my opinion yeah. not not to like a radical degree they've been putting a lot of years into this this isn't this isn't new to them but i think that i personally think they did it because they know they're done like you just said but i think that they really just you know what it's like now is the time if they wait too much longer they're going to be competing with other games because we're, we got Christmas coming up, right? So yeah. the, the October, November rush is when some of the big games come out. Um, it doesn't really look like there's a lot, but there should, there might be. But I think that they just wanted to get it out into the masses because I think that, I think it, if anything, I think the community's been wanting it. And yeah, I think that yeah. I agree it's with that. just such a good time to, to release it. Yeah, it's a little fucking spur of the moment. Yeah, I get that. But... Like you guys said, I think they just wanted to say, ta-da, we're done. Like, just go buy it. And I bet you they would have done it the day of, but I bet you Steam or something else wouldn't let them do it, or Oculus even. I mean, yeah. I'm just, I, it really blew me away when they said it was going to be on Oculus. That that's They really are pushing that hardware as hard as it's going to be. I just, I just hope you don't get in there and... It's just, it's going to render you out of the game. You know, it's just going to be like, I, you know what I mean? I you know question I mean? that. I question, I question the Oculus version. I'm just saying that now. I could be completely wrong and I hope I'm not. But this is one of those times where I'm like, PC? Yeah, probably, probably PC. But yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I might wait a few hours after launch and see how many people complain about the Oculus version, and then I'll buy it. But we'll see. Yeah, I like I. What's funny too is, I from all the games I played on the Quest, like from the, straight from the Quest store, uh, my experience with Resident Evil is like my example of like this is how a good like a big development company or whatever like capcom's huge so they got the money and they got the time to put in the good effort like they optimized that game on the quest store freaking beautifully it runs mm-hmm. really smooth and it looks really clean everything sounds good and yeah. even though it's an old game but like that's another like perfect example of this is how this is the quality that people should be trying to push out for not with like population one's a cool game don't get me wrong but it looks just awful like it looks yeah. so bad and you well, can you, tell did they... you see what it used to look like no it was even so worse used... no no it used to be a pc vr game it's what they spent their money at and then oculus was dumping it you know pretty much i don't know if they got word that they were going to potentially get bought or what or, or it... someone had to tell them to start going a direction towards an oculus or something because they went from a really nice pc vr uh, version that almost looked like um like a realistic uh, um, battle royale, almost like a, um, what's the one with the winter around chicken dinner one, uh, PUBG. So it's, it was almost like PUBG-ish in VR. And then all of a sudden, like there's people that ripped the files out from old files from when they were making in Unity and stuff like that. And then, and then all of a sudden it went from that to this very cartoony type of, you know, PlayStation 2 type vibe and, um, and, and grainy just because uh, it was going to be played on the Oculus and you just can't p- load a big map and have 18 people in it without having issues. Rendering issues is the biggest thing that's going to kick anyone out. Unless, um, unless you program it 
from the quest or for the quest in the beginning, I think. Like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I think I think they pretty much scratched it and they just built built it again. I'm pretty sure they had to rebuild it from the start up. I don't know if that's the full history, but I almost believe I heard that from somebody that they had to do that. I believe that. Yeah. But but where where is most of the market coming from? Is it coming from quest players? Like owners? No. no. So, or is it coming from stream or steam? So, Population one um, was a full rounded game. And so when it first started out, when I first started playing, it was not, it was just a, an indie game, you know? And then all of a sudden meta bought it, which was Facebook at the time purchased them. And then they had all the money they needed. Yeah. Um, and so, but the majority, um, what was that? What was the price of it when it began? I think it was maybe a $30 game. Yeah. And, I would say they had to make at least a couple million dollars off this game so far, especially with their skins. I mean, they got, not only did they get people to pay for the damn game, but they also did a skin model as well with, you know, Fortnite. They said, screw Fortnite. We're going to go ahead and sell the game and sell some skins and Fortnite's free. And they sell some skins. Cause they're the only ones. Like that's what I I think is just, they know like right now we're the only ones here, so we can just do whatever we want until somebody makes something different, like make something like this. We're just going to, do our thing yeah yeah in my opinion i really want a realistic vr um battle royale and i think that um ghost of DeBoer is working on something ish like that i know they had they said that what their game mode is going to be for ghost of DeBoer, but uh i could also see down the line of someone if they don't do it and they go with their game mode, someone's eventually going to make a PUBG type vr game it has to happen why not you know there is some there's two actually that there, I actually, there is one but i i, I downloaded one i haven't tried it yet but um but it's on it's on pc vr it's not on yeah it's it on, is on, on the, the pc quest. vr yeah so the graphics well 100 like and you can't get a standalone uh standalone battle royale game that's gonna be able to run on that hardware it's yeah. just not and I think that that's what we limit ourselves on the on the quest is we we are limited to what we can, and that's why so much so many of us plug into PCs. We we love the quest. I, I'm I'm a huge advocate for it. Yeah, me too. But you want the games that you want to play. Yep. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to get a sick computer and plug into exactly. it. Exactly, just... and that's the number one reason why I am getting uh my building a brand new pc and and pretty much probably going to put the 4090 in and not to worry about it for a while because anything with a 4090 and if i put an say i do a 4090 with an i9 processor you know and as long as i have enough big enough power bank i don't really need you know maybe one terabyte and then maybe i'm, I'm probably gonna go for a 32 gigs uh that's gonna that's gonna be good for a while you know <laughs> I'm gonna be pretty you much say that until the anything. 5090 comes out oh, with geez. 20 in, times in, the in, processing in, power in eight in eight months. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, eight months, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, good for them, you know. Yeah. But, then they look <laughs> but so I've been I never really got too much into Boneworks, and I know they have Bone Labs coming out. Have any of you guys legit like actually played it yet? Um, not on my end. No, I haven't. I played. I played Bone Labs. I have Bone Labs, but uh, Bone Works. Uh, but I, uh, I don't know. I think. I think there's some part of me that that kind of gets bored of the repetition. Like there's there's a lot of cool stuff to do. Don't get me wrong, but I just I just found that I got bored really quickly. However, in stating that the new Bone Labs is supposed to be complete. 
give you a little bit more of a feel, and especially with that, like being able to change your avatar in mid mm-hmm. mid game and stuff. Like that's pretty sick. Yeah, and yeah they're clever. Be, and they're telling they're telling you you're gonna have now here's. Here's the part that confuses me. They're saying that you're going to be able to customize your avatars to fit what you need, and then it's going to create all the the models that are all going to change up to that avatar and stuff like that. That's great, but I really want to know how it works on the quest because again, you're dumping more stuff into the quest. How big is this game going to be? Because there are some games that we've downloaded for the quest that are like, you can download like two games and then your hard drive is full, and then you're you're going, well, that was great. That was a it was an okay game, but now I gotta dump that one so that I can put the so, rest of the games on there. Why has the quest not allowed you to be on a cloud yet? Why is no gaming idea. not on cloud? Well, yet? the Pico has the uh, extendable hard drive, which is gonna be a game changer. They got the yeah. micro yeah. SD. No, 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 it's yeah. a micro oh, it's SD. SD. Yeah. Oh, so they're going Nintendo style. Yeah, it's smart. I, yeah, I get I, it. It's smart, but why do why put why do these micro SDs? Those things freaking break. They're small. You lose them. We have and they're freaking, cheap. We have clouds. But that's you got to pay a subscription. Why not just pay thirty One bucks now for ninety nine cents? Thirty bucks now, and then you're good. Like you don't have, and you could just store it. Like whenever you don't have to pay a subscription. You're not like. You, you can just you can hand it off to your friend let your friend borrow a game or two if you have them on this sd and yeah. you want to use your other uh, one yeah. it's kind of it's uh, almost like having a disc to a degree like bringing it back but i mean it sounds uh, like someone from a nintendo has went over to work for pico <laughs> <laughs> well even 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 oculus uh like the meta like the back end version of you sharing your photos when you're on when you have the headset on is the most useless way i've ever see like i have to go through four steps just to grab a photo and share it where i want to like it'll allow me to share places dude but, it's the worst to share <laughs> i mean why why do they do that it's so silly like it, it just let me let me be able to download it onto my phone or stream just it let me email it you else. know let me yeah. email it yeah like anything is better than the stupid app that i got to use every time yeah everything's through facebook i'm like then once you get to facebook if it's a video you can't rip it like if a video is on your Facebook, there's no way to save that video out unless you screen record your own phone. Yeah, pretty much. And so they, I, make, yeah, they make it so hard. Well, I, I downloaded uh, through the, uh, the the phone app and then, uh, well, actually, because it takes so damn long for it to actually sync from my headset to my app, I have to go into the headset and I have to tell it to sync to my phone so that I can get it there faster. And then once I get there, I just share it to my Dropbox, and then I gotta share it from my Dropbox to download it onto my fucking phone again. Like I literally have to download it onto my phone twice. It's the yeah. stupidest thing I've ever seen. So ah. I have a major question on this Pico thing. As I, you know, we know that it, it's from the Asian continent, um, which is well known for making Nintendo and stuff like that, right? And they're also good at making other technologies as well. But with it coming from that region and not owned by Facebook or have some threshold of some multi-billionaire that, you know, TikTok doesn't know. Yeah. You know, it's TikTok, right? Do you, what do you think they might be the very first VR headset to make deals with Nintendo and make up like a Pokemon VR game or make a Mario VR game? Cause it, it's bound to happen that Nintendo is for one, I doubt Nintendo will ever make their own VR headset. I feel like they're going to partner with somebody. What are you talking about? They did. It was amazing. What, back in the, the 90s? No. The cardboard one. 
Oh, oh. You know, you know no, you know what? Well, you know they made one back in like the nineties, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that, but they also made the cardboard one where you put the fucking the the switch onto. Yeah. I would imagine yeah. my my thought is because like Pokemon Go is so successful that they'll do some more XR type stuff once they come out with like the glasses, like the the XR glasses and stuff. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, I I agree with the XR point. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a lot more. That's going to be more of a all these like mobile games and stuff. Those will just transfer over to XR, and then you'll the VR space in my head is just going to be more for the serious games and a few games for like the kids and stuff too. But for the most part, yeah, XR is going to be that like casual Candy Crush, you know, tower defense vibes and Pokemon Go stuff. That makes sense. Yeah, and I think that eventually. Um the xr and the ar will play a major part with like at home activities so imagine having a life-size board of life you know instead of buying the game life you just your all your whole family has a family package where you just all put on glasses you just you show it your play space and then pops up the board there and yeah. then you don't have to worry about doing in the counting having a banker it does it all for you yeah Doing all that yeah. counting and stuff? Hell no. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. With the, I can't cheat anymore. I can't just steal $100 bills here and there. <laughs> nope. But uh, also, another thing, as we're talking about like pushing technology uh, to the max, another thing that's coming out soon is also pushing the Quest 2 to the max is, I don't know if you saw this, I was literally watching uh, Mateo 311 um, like a couple probably like 30 minutes before this podcast because he had a new video that came out and he was talking about VR doing hand motion tracking. You'll actually be able to have feet now and you'll actually be walking around. And so it's not a hundred percent true to your nature of what you're doing because there's no actual tracking to you, but there is AI technology that is guessing on what your feet are doing. Like uh, autocorrect. Yes. Oh, yes. Correct. And, like, and how how well does that work? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so you you'll definitely have to watch uh, the video. I'm gonna see if I can't get Olin to pull. Do you it think? Do you think that? Um, you think that that's gonna cause yeah, more motion sickness towards people playing VR? As long as they don't look down at their feet. <laughs> yeah, that'll yeah. make you sick. Like, how are my legs like floating right now? And they're they're broken. I broke my legs. <laughs> But yeah, I got yeah. on screen and it, it, they, you know, there's always that demo. They can make it look perfect in that uh, the most ideal scenario. But right. uh, yeah, Dude, I mean, I'm loving this freaking screen. This is an awesome screen up there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you're going to have to check this out. I'm amazed right now. I sorry I had a break conversation. I'm just, this thing keeps on popping up with the video. I'm like, I could never do this because I have a sucky PC right now. <laughs> I need my 4090. Gosh darn it. Yeah. Oh, oh, so, I mean, I guess it makes sense because they're going to be doing it with trackers. They're like, they're camera tractors on your legs. Or tractors, but trackers, like little wristbands on your ankles. That makes sense how they can make that work. But, you know, you'll have to really see. Like, I have, it's going to be interesting, too, to see how you have, like, how the Pico is going to operate compared to the Quest. Like, you have, it's like, yeah, like, um, Asian asian software and how everything works compared to meta because i feel like the way their menus work and like their store and how accessible it is and everything is good and they updated a lot what is what is, what is asian software 
<laughs> well, like, so WhatsApp for, so I used to, okay, <laughs> so, so little context, I used to work for a, uh, a vape wholesaler and, uh-huh. uh, our, our, a lot of primary suppliers and the people who make like the, the big name brands that people who do vape are familiar with, it's all Chinese and you go to their websites and see how they code their websites and you see how they make their, their actual products on top of. Um, seeing like, you know, they'll hand you their phone. Oh yeah. Put in your WhatsApp, put in your WhatsApp or, uh, or WeChat, excuse me, put in your WeChat. And, uh, yeah, you can see how, how it's just, it looks so much different than, uh, uh, like American, like an iPhone, for example, it's just mm-hmm. a different style. So that would be yeah. interesting too, to see how the style is like, uh, compared to, you know, the meta quest, for example, it'll be two entirely different looking like, uh, interfaces for sure. But, um, yeah. right. Yeah, but I just, I would like to, I'm, I'd be okay with seeing people. And, you know, like, even in contractors, they have an option to uh, show your body or not. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know, show torso or not. And I, I like to see the torso. It's just like, if not, I just have floating shit. I just, but I, that's also along the side of like how immersive do you really want to get into it? Like, I, I think it's cool seeing, you know, where the holster is at and everything like that compared to the body ratio, you know, what's wrong with that. Um, but with people moving it, but I don't know how much this is really going to play a part in average games. I think this is going to be really big in games like uh, VR chat, um, will probably be the biggest one that's going to be played used in, um, just because they have the nightclubs and they have all the Colts where they might like to see each other's feet, you know, who knows? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, but, um, and fitness too. That's another yeah, emphasis. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I about said a bad, bad joke with fitness. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. I, I set you up a little bit too much there. Yeah, you That's set my bad. Me up too much there. <laughs> I, I had to had to bite my freaking tongue on that one. <laughs> yeah, but the Pico does look pretty sick though. Honestly, like for what the hardware they're they're trying to they're actually do are putting in there. It's not. It looks worth it. though. Not ground baking. Like uh, someone, I was watching someone's video. And they said, compared, it's not an Oculus killer. You yeah. know, everybody you uses that. Pico, That's clickbait. Yeah, they use Oculus killer as a clickbait. There is one new headset coming out I would like to talk about that will probably kill the Oculus if, as long as they get the price down. But we'll get to that in a second. But with the Pico compared to the Oculus, yeah, it's going to be a fresh thing. You're probably, I just, people are always worried about Facebook controlling your information. You have to be logged into Facebook, you have to have a Facebook account. You know, they're tracking you regardless, even with you don't know it or not. Even yeah. if you get on your phone, if you have a phone, they're tracking you no matter what. But with this Pico Neo thing, a lot of people are scared about that because it's owned by TikTok, which we already know that almost got banned in the United States because of our current president at the time, which was Donald Trump. You know, he was very against the tracking. He almost completely said no TikTok because we know for a fact in their terms and the conditions. I've had people that read that and show that they are literally gathering every data. They see their algorithm is disgusting. And that's yeah. why it's so successful because per the person who is watching it, it checks how you swipe it, who you click on and what you're viewing. You know, if you're a 12 year old boy that's in his you know, adolescence life and his pubescent life and he's been flipping on a whole bunch of bikini girls, guess what? He's just gonna be getting bikini girls. Yeah, but the aspect of it that was messed up wasn't just like, yes, they're tracking your every single movement on the app, but 
from what I remember, like it was a leak essentially. Like I think it was a Reddit leak where the guy's like, "Yeah, I my job is to literally reverse engineer everything and uh, every app I could find. TikTok was one of them, and I wish I could remember I or I had it pulled up, but they literally track everything on your phone and they have access to anything on your phone at any given time that they want to supposedly. Um, like yeah. not I shouldn't say everything, everything, but generally like all the relevant stuff on your phone like the microphone it must, have, it, it must be me i'm just not scared of that stuff me i don't neither, give a shit honestly yeah i really, mean, neither. really don't care yeah I, I get i get people are all about like people are listening to us i'm sorry but we're at such technology in our in the age that we live in that if you're really doing bad shit they're going to find out who you are i'm doing nothing i'm a small joe joe schmo doing a vr podcast that likes to play vr and create an esports team and that's about it yeah if you want to get on my browser and watch how much things i'm googling you know i <laughs> say it out loud because i don't want people in my house to understand what i'm googling but you know they know i probably have <laughs> i probably have a cia agent that's watching me every day going you disgusting <laughs> You're this so guy gross. is despicable, and then he's doing the Why same thing right after work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. If anybody wants to actually see that stuff, I mean, go for it. Like, but yeah. Sorry for your, you know, loss Look, of I innocence. Everybody has their own choices. You want? Yeah. You don't want to be on Facebook? Don't be on Facebook. Exactly. You don't, want to be, you don't want to hook into? You don't want to be on TikTok? Don't be on TikTok. If Just, you don't want to show your face, don't do it. Yeah, don't exactly. do it. But what pisses me off hand. is all these people talk about this. And do the exact same people that are on TikTok and on Facebook daily. Like yeah. if you, it, you they, the hypocritical people are the ones that bitch about it the most. I don't care. Yeah. And like you yeah. said, if somebody's watching me, <laughs> buddy, you have your own problems then. If you're, watching, <laughs> yeah. you're gonna have PTSD like, from me. Yeah, like <laughs> you, there, there's no real reason for it. And when when I when I I work in the industry of security, I know for a fact. Yeah. that people don't watch you as much as you think they do not you guys but the people that are complaining we don't have those resources that people think that the world has there's not a billion people watching monitors or checking data all day long yes data is stored i totally agree with that but it's not somebody sitting there in a monitor anymore going oh look what he's watching that yeah. was 10 years ago 15 years ago that was during the like the so Snowden War. days. Like that's yeah. that's not that's not what we do Snowden anymore. Days, yeah. there, there's no point in doing that. And plus, information goes so fast, and the amount of stuff that the government can now get picked on for, or like even like you just said, like TikTok was this guy comes up and says, you know, I I took this apart. Now I know exactly what they're looking for. That happens all the time now. We can do that. The regular person can do that nowadays. Companies don't like to do that because they're just going to get caught out and yeah. they're going to be standing there with their wiener hanging out. Like they, everybody knows about don't all this want stuff. That. That's uncomfortable and cold. <laughs> Especially here in Canada. It is. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm not, I'm not too worried about for that, but like, like I said, when it comes to these two, these two headsets through the specs and through the lenses, no one's doing anything spectacular. No, yet, I agree. You know, you're you're you the, might and so here's the thing the is playstation well, so, is the only one in my i was head actually gonna say that yeah the only so one the that's like ones, the new playstation one's pretty sweet um but that's not a groundbreaking one because playstation is still siloed if they can get that away yeah and make it a sony exclusively put you know get rid of the playstation 
But the reason why they need the PlayStation, because I don't know if people to know sell this, it in the first place. <laughs> like... The PlayStation is a glorified computer. Yeah. You have a PC VR, but we're going to go ahead and call it PSVR because you're on a freaking PlayStation. Mm -hmm. But it, it, it is a beautiful headset, you know, but you are still wired in and everything like that. That's why it's it's spec better. But the thing with with the Pico Neo, it's supposed to it's supposed to it has a, such a huge battery, and a lot of people are trying to figure out the battery life because they're just like, oh yeah, you have 4K, um, it's gonna be 4K um, resolution, all this stuff where you can see it. It's gonna be nice and clean. You're probably still gonna be running on the same frames, even though it's 4K. Who cares? But then they have a battery. They have the uh, like a pro headset built in, but you're still only getting about two hours of life. You're still getting about the same amount of play as a as a as a Oculus, but you have a bigger battery on it because I think that they're using a lot of their the the pancake screen type of layout to uh, power everything. Yeah, yeah. But the I, big one I was talking about is is the Deckard. Yes, it, I, I think everybody who's like familiar with like high fidelity or like familiar with everything going on. Uh, with PC VR is, is just waiting on the Deckard more than anything else. Like, yeah, this is like a distraction. This is like, hey, this will hold you over until the Deckard comes out, and it's gonna be ridiculous. And that's what's kind of irritating me right now because I'm getting this. I'm getting a PC in, in November, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna instantly go to PC VR because I'm definitely gonna start amping up my streaming because then I can all actually have a decent stream because I will have to be wired in unless I want to use you know uh, the AirLink, which isn't the greatest. But like, what sh like what would someone recommend to me to get with PC VR? Should I just go ahead and get the Index? Yeah, in my head. Is yeah. that still a viable thing to buy, or should yeah. I just hold off with my Oculus until the Deckard comes out? I'm surprised they haven't lowered the price. Honestly, that that thousand dollar price tag is pretty gnarly. Why? Yeah. Why? Why lower it when no one's competing with them? Um, I mean, you have the Vive, and you have well, they have headsets coming out. Well, like, HTC Vive is a doo doo headset. There's only could, one headset. But you have right the that. the HP Reverb. You have the uh, I mean with the, the alien looking one. Yeah, and the the controllers on the top with the lights on it. And apparently, like the the resolution on that one is the best to just use as like a primary headset for like racing sims and stuff. Like that's like the main oh, thing from what I've seen. Because Dude, the, it's quality um, so good, but the tracking and like the controllers are funky, from what I hear. That big VR YouTuber just talked about this new headset. It's a PC VR, but it's like, it's like this wide, and you Pimax? can see. Yeah, Pimax. Yeah, that. Oh no, yeah, no, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. No, yeah, is, yeah. Is, that, is that the YouTuber you're talking about? No, or that's the, that's the, the headset. Oh, Pimax. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was about to say that sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's the dude that um why can I not remember his name? It's uh, uh thriller or striller or whatever. Thrill seeker. Yeah, there we go. He's the one that had a YouTube video on it. See, yeah, I think uh, I think for these for these headsets, I think you gotta look at their end goal. What's what are, what are they trying to generate? Are they just, just selling headsets? Because the reason Quest got so far ahead of everybody is because they're doing games, they're doing headsets, they got their store, they got like they just got so much crap going on that it's easy for them to be able to bring their price down. And yeah, people come, we talked about this last time. Yeah. People complain about their price going down and then going up, but realistically, they're still going to sell headsets, whether, yeah. whether they're, they're at six ninety nine or eight ninety nine, they're still going to sell headsets. And you can uh, find and, them in the first place. Unlike any other new console that you want to get. I mean, that worked out in their favor too, is like everybody wants a PS five. Everybody wants an Xbox. Well, I forgot what it was Xbox series X or whatever. 
and you can't yeah, get it. Serious. So like now you just revert to I want a new piece of hardware at least for Christmas. I'm getting the Quest. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and that's that's what happened last year. That's what happened in 2020. Like when I still cannot find to this day, the PlayStation Five has been out for what three years now? I believe two, three years, something like that. Yeah, it's it's been out longer than we. It's time flew during COVID, but still to this day, I cannot walk into a Best Buy or GameStop and secure myself a PlayStation Five. Yeah, they're not there. Like, where the hell are they all at? Did they just not make as many? Like. You know, they got to be somewhere. There's no way that all these people that bought like 10 of them, you know, because a lot of people were using the algorithm when when play, when Sony puts it out there. They have an algorithm that they run that buys it all up for them and puts them in first in line yeah. so they can yeah. scalp them. So, Ruck up. what was the point? I, I think I, I might have interrupted you. You're saying the, the end user, something about the goal? No, I just like, what what is the end use? Because if you're going to lower the price of the headset, you have to have another stream of income coming off of that, right? So, yeah. like, what what is it if they're going to – if creating a headset's a good, good thing, but if you don't have the market for it and you're competing against other such as Oculus, you're going to have to do something. Your hardware is not going to cut the deal. It's going to cut the deal for us people like us sitting here, but your average consumer that buys VR headsets, I don't give a fuck if it's like certain frame rates higher or not. They don't care. They don't They're even know. Gonna, yeah. They don't even know, right? And it's the same as the Xbox and PlayStation. Most people still have the old ones because it, to them, it's it's no different right now. And I think that that's where these VR headsets, they just got to kind of, well, I'm sure they have. They got multi-million dollar marketing departments and and resources for it. But like what if they can lower the prices on these great headsets then throw it into somewhere else Game. i would say i would say maybe if if like the pico for example had a way to access the steam store and go to your steam library then right. that's going to be like the biggest thing for everybody Game changer. Like, they, yeah they will be able to They're, i mean anyone can link to steam you're just gonna have to be well no in. like you don't have like it's still standalone you don't have to have a pc you can download it onto the headset i don't think steam would allow that because i steam is going to be made you know i thought they had their own headset yeah but not, i mean why i mean it's i get it's more revenue more people buying their games so like so but the one thing that i've noticed is that when it comes to oculus pico ps psvr and then pc vr is that in order for you to run it and, and be uh, successful with with uh, having your own product and making not only like having a library, yeah, they could link the Steam and everything, but then they would have to be Steam exclusive because now with Pico Neo making their own store and Oculus making their own store, they can have exclusive content. And the reason why exclusive content exists is because if a really badass AAA game came came out on a Pico Neo. How many people would drop their Oculus and go to Pico? I, I think it depends on pricing. And yeah, it depends on pricing, but that's why they do it. How many people love God of War? Why do people buy the you know the, the PlayStation? I wish there was like a poll, like somebody has like data out there, like okay, for all the people who played The Last of Us and God of War, how much of this was a dictator of you buying this PlayStation? specifically for these was, games just pull data on halo i guarantee that if you look at the statistics that every game every time a halo game came out the the price of xbox probably skyrocketed no not you know, the I, price definitely they're not going to change the price just not, around not the price sorry not the price the, uh, the amount of, of the amount sales, of units sold. sales yeah. yes yeah, yeah sorry. but i i find that funny because like for myself i would never buy a game based or buy a system based on a game 
Yeah. Never in my life. I, 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 I've always, I've always stuck with Xbox, which is a stupid idea anyway, but I've, I've always thought that I've always just liked games. So I'm going to play the games that come with the Xbox or whatever it may be or PC. I have, I don't think I've, I'm trying to think if I even know anybody who's bought a game based on or bought a system based on a game, and I you have okay. So what did you you what did you guys buy? I was so I had blue balls because I got it for Death Stranding because I was so hyped on everything, and yeah. then it was trash, in my opinion. Really? It it was it they made the trailers look actiony, the story look incredible. Like I for me when I first saw the trailer, I went deep into Reddit and like tried to do all the theories and stuff, and like it's crazy how some of them were right. But uh, yeah, it just turned out to be a walking simulator. You just cr- climb around everywhere, and you're carrying packages. Uh, you have a gun maybe at the the last 80% of the game. Like you get to 80%, you have a gun for two minutes, and then that's it. And Aww. yeah, and I uh, I returned that, and then I got my Oculus Quest One. That was the very. <laughs> that's actually how that led up to that. Honestly, that's funny. And uh, yeah, but other than that, like, it, but it was when I got that too. How I rationalized it in my head was like. I'm going to get Death Stranding, but I'm also going to get God of War, and I'm also yeah, yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. able to play The yeah. Last of Us. So, like, it's yeah. like a pl- like it's a buildup of all these exclusives that you have. So you can't just have, like, maybe so, one or two. Here are these titles for PlayStation exclusive, right? You ready for this? And these are some AAA games. Horizon 2. I've, I've stuck. Well, this is why I've stuck for PlayStation forever. And Horizon's one that, I mean, they're... PlayStation's getting kind of friendly where they're they're starting to allow things to go out to the PC VR world, but they're not going to share with Xbox, you know? Even though if if Windows gets their hands on it, Windows is still Xbox, you know, Microsoft's still, you know, that's still going to be some way to play it if, if they have the same store. And by the you way, know, is, why is COD not an exclusive to Xbox? Because uh, they're now owned by freaking Microsoft. Because the contract's not up yet. Oh, shit. They still have contracts, that's why. Wow, they got lucky. Uh, yep. So losers. I think it's the next five years. <laughs> so I think there's still contracts for the next. I think I, I think when they bought it, it was, there was still a five year contract on it. So I think they're probably in the works. They're making exclusive, and that's people should. Really that's going to be about rough. That. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but you see, you got so you have Kingdom Hearts, Ratchet and Clank, Spider Man Horizons. You you know the second one, Bloodborne, God of War, The Last of Us, Last of Us Two, Ghost. Uh, Shirishima. Yeah, Shirishima. And then you have Days Gone, and then two other ones I can't even see what, the, what they're called. But still, those are like, in my in my opinion, the best games I've ever played in my life. Which all those are uh, on PC now. That's why I'm just yeah, like. They, they are now. I'm yeah, not they, a console gamer anymore. Are they? Yeah. True. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I see. Here's a question for I you. just wanted to be a dick. <laughs> what, what, keeps, what keeps you guys on the quest? Nothing. What keeps me on the quest? Nothing. Yeah. No. Nothing. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I got. I bought. PC. I'm. 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 I'm gone. I bought an index because I wanted to. I had to make mounts for him, so I got an index, and uh, I have had tracking issues with the base stations and all that controllers. But once you get that settled, once you get your situation fixed up, the the FOV, the comfort of the headset, uh, the controllers, the way they feel in your hands, the finger tracking, it's just right there it's so good and the fov in my head though or my opinion is by far the biggest uh game changer for everything it's just how how much you feel in the game more you don't know until you do it that's another thing we just don't know but like you have this you going from this to like this and it's almost like your entire face like your entire eyes are covered in screen yeah 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 it's beautiful 
I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah. So that's why somebody was saying like, hey, should I get the index? I was like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but like, it's it's if you really look at the index though, it's kind of old software. Um, and that's oh, it is now, me. yeah. Is but... now. And that's what scares me is that I'm in this weird limbo that in the next two years, there's rumors to be some really badass headsets coming out. But it's just like, I want to play PC VR now. And yeah, I know I could still play my Quest with AirLink or Link into the cable. Um, but I'm still not getting the true PC VR experience that I would get from like the Index, you know? Um, yeah. I think, that, you know, so for instance, Valve, it's at 140, 140 hertz. And then uh, Quest 2 Max is at 120 um but it's so, native 140 yeah native 140 but i've talked to people like i've heard, i've talked to people that are playing at like 240 hertz and he's like from 140 to 240 is really not that big like you don't see it your eyes yeah. cannot i you, saw that video did you see that. that video from uh uh i think it was linus tech tips where they did uh they got like the top like esports players in the world put them in a room and they're like we're gonna test them we're gonna put them on these different monitors and see if their performance changes. And it was like 60 to 120, pretty good jump. 120 to like 160, even better jump. And then they mm -hmm. did 300. They're like, dude, I had no, there was nothing there. I couldn't see the difference. So it's like, yeah, like you're saying, like there's just a limit yeah. to how much you can see. So, yeah, and it, motion it, sickness it, too, though. That's like a higher refresh rate, the less likely you're, you're prone to get right. motion sickness. And that's, that's true. And I think that, uh, that's why some games have trouble going to quest as well because they've noticed that their game is making people sick. Yeah. Yeah. Vail made my I've girlfriend sick. <laughs> Vail made my girlfriend yeah, you puke. Said, you said that. Yeah. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah, I felt bad for her because she's never played, and I was like, yeah. "Okay, you're going to the event. You got to be familiar with Vail. You got you got to get your hands on it." And then she's good. All of a sudden, she takes a few steps, and Whoa! I was like, "All right, take it off. Run. Run yeah. to the bathroom." Yeah. Yeah. So. As we as we uh, talked about all the technology and everything, and, and like I definitely want to talk about. Well, so we talked about Bone Labs, but there's also been some really cool updates. And one thing that was like very close to me is the lovely game Lars Knots, which I have to talk about, um, just because I don't know if any of you guys have played Lars Knots. Not yet. Yeah, if you have not. What games? Do... Before you go into that, Ruck up. What what games do you prefer playing usually? I know you're into a lot of fitness lately, from what I hear. Yeah, I'm, stop I've, saying that. You're leading I've, me into something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, I'm always into fitness once a day on the VR and then uh, hit the weights after that. But um, no, uh, to be honest, I, I'm all over the map, all over the map. Like today I might play like a, a tower defense game and I'll totally be into that or else like I, I purchased a shit ton of games. I, I, I don't know why, but I bought an ATV simulator. I bought like Alien Dawn. I'm playing that one. Uh, the old Wolfenstein. Like I'm just, all, I'm all over the place. I, I can't yeah. even. I couldn't even give you a, a game that I played for longer than an hour. And that's shitty because I actually do like a lot of these games, but I don't. My mind right now is in kind of just trying to adapt and catch up to the rest yeah. of the people that have been yeah. in VR way longer than I have. So I'm like. I gotta figure out all these games and like I must have a couple hundred that I'm even free ones like and I, I want to say this uh, I don't want to 
go too off kilter here, but I want to say this to everybody too, is there's a lot of good free games that people can play out there. Mm -hmm. And I don't think people realize that there's a lot of great demos, great free games. There's a lot of stuff that people can go to that doesn't cost $30, $40. So we're talking about big name games here, but there's a lot of great independent uh, dev teams that are making some great games, yeah. not just for free, but for like five or 10 bucks or 15 bucks. Like I stress to people, go look at these games. Don't judge them yet. Like go look at them. There's great games. Is there, there one you want me to pull up on screen? Like maybe a trailer, or like a video of it? Ultimax. Ultimax. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> have you played that yet, by the way? I have, yeah. Dude, I am I'm gonna be a pro in that game. I'm already I'm already declaring it like it I will destroy anyone in that game. <laughs> yeah, like, so it's like a cross of Rocket League and Rocket League, right? Rocket yeah. League and Rocket League, exactly. Rocket so League. um it's a game that was um the beta has been going on. They they kind of pushed this game out pretty quick. I think I heard about this game a year ago. Um, and they pushed out the beta, and then, like I said, they did a, a preseason, and now they finally released it last week. And uh, it was very impressive, in my opinion, for the launch it had with with barely any complaints from the community. Because I always tell people all the time, the number one killer when it comes to making a game is how much people bitch. If you make a crappy yeah. game and people bitch about it, guess what? Your game's not going anywhere. That's that's one reason why um, there's what game and like, uh, so like, Rainbow Six is one of those like few. That's the first thing that came to my mind though is like the whole devil's advocate thing. That's what I do by the way. But like yeah, I thought of Rainbow Six and then Fortnite. Like Fortnite made their those are like the two diamonds in the rough I guess. But like you know you can always yeah. bounce back if you like really work hard. Cyberpunk same yeah. kind of scenario. You know like they were trash in the beginning, but I've been hearing a lot of good about them lately. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, like uh, there's this one uh, police disturbance VR. I honestly I can't get enough of it. It's a silly it's a silly based game, but it's just so much fun. Like, and the graphics. This is the thing is like, if you took that game and you put it on a flat screen, you say play this, I'd literally laugh at your face. But as soon as you put it in the VR and you start playing the any of these types of games, like especially yeah. ones with lower graphics or something, you're just like, whoa, what is this? Like, this is so cool. I mean, this is weird, but it's cool. And it just turns it into this completely different environment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's showing anyone on screen. That's why I wonder if that's the reason why uh, VR uh, Twitch streaming hasn't really gone off as much because if you, if even when you're, capturing it into the streaming service maybe live who you know helps people uh stream better uh quality stuff maybe give people an actual fisheye view of like what they're actually visually seeing instead of this boring flat screen this is kind of what they're seeing type scenario yeah yeah it's uh and videos will literally never serve justice to the full experience sadly and i don't i feel like they're gonna have a really hard time really like with youtube and you know that's where a lot of gamers go to to like see about games and stuff and to yeah. watch trailers they're gonna have to really evolve and really do something really creative with how they start presenting their games and game trailers to people because right now you watch a game like unless you're really experienced you know okay this concept is really cool but until you really feel it and attract new people in general just to come pick up and try that's like the biggest challenge, I think. I agree, hundred percent. 
this video of these police people getting shot is kind of comical. Yeah. So, but anyway, back back onto Lars Knots. Uh, so Lars Knots, uh, like we were saying, was another game that just had a horrible launch day. Like it was not ideal. It didn't work on people that were using uh, Steam. Um, I I think even to this day, it's at zero for Steam uh, players right now. It's all Oculus, but basically it was just a dying dying game dying game dying game and they promised update after update and you know at one point i had for havoc we had the number one team in the world which you know that you know for large knots out of what five or six teams that not that impressive but still it's cool to you know be the most dominant team in that game yeah and so we all pretty much left and then they finally just released a decent update and i went and played it and you know they did some really good improvements but if if they go on this joyride and and if they just don't keep fixing it, they're just like, oh, people love it now. This is we're done here again. Um, Someone's gonna do it better. Someone's gonna do it better. I mean, they just yeah. So there's always gonna be competition. Right now, there's less, but like somebody's always coming in. Like just for me, speaking personally on this, like I'm always worried. When is Razer? When is Corsair? When are all these massive, massive companies gonna step into? VR, maybe not them specifically, and start making like gun stocks and stuff. Like I watch the people in my industry in general right now, and it's still very, very small. But it's only a matter of time before someone's like, uh, "I've got a million dollars on hand. I'm gonna throw it to this guy's idea, and he's gonna make a fully integrated gun stock with you know this and that, this and that, this and that. Something I'd never be able to accomplish at scale." And yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, like it's just a matter of time, especially like, yeah, pretty much. They have a cool concept here. It could be good. You can you can get that core audience if you stay on top of it and keep implementing new things. But mm-hmm. pretty much just preaching the same thing over and over. So sorry about that. <laughs> it's yeah. all good. It's true though. It is true. This is like so. the inner dialogue in my head all the time. <laughs> <laughs> or you can and... just sell the razor. What? What's that? Oh yeah, sell the sell. razor. That's what my buddy says. He's like, dude, this, right now, like, you should be more worried about when you're gonna get bought out instead of like doing this thing. I'm just like, no, I don't. I want to be in it forever, dude. Like, I want to yeah, yeah, be in yeah. VR forever. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely, you know, there's no stopping VR. I think the only people that are gonna ruin VR is the people that create VR themselves. You know, especially like Meta, they make some very dis- interesting decisions that really turn people off of VR and and uh but another good update that i played the other day was after the fall update and it's so sad because i want to freaking love this game so much because there's nothing like killing zombies and stuff but man i can only play it for an hour me too like you know yeah that's all i'm that's all i'm good at once an hour happens i'm like i'm doing the same shit over and over again yeah it looks repetitive like it's it's fine on on flat screen when you're sitting down but like you know yeah, and I think the the point system, I think is a little like I, I love it. I, I I love the micromanaging portions of games where you get to like level up and stuff. But you know, I think that just for this one here, for me, it just doesn't it doesn't feel like accomplishment. Like there's there just there wasn't enough to give me as a player uh, to maybe want to proceed on to keep going. Like I agree with you 100. I think that an hour is like tops and that's not every day. Like that's once in a, 
month yeah. or, or yeah, like once exactly. every three weeks. You get that little like itch. That. Yeah. yeah, just to kind of go back and shoot. Like, there's other games that I can name that are personally that I like better zombie games. Like, even even some of the mods that you can play are, are better than that. But, um, yeah, I loved I loved the uh, competitive, like the, the 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 online and the multiplayer. I thought that was great. But the one thing that really, really, really made me mad about the game is the stupidity of the AI. It is like it is it's like nothing I've ever seen before. Like I couldn't I couldn't even get through a whole map without shooting my players like ten times. And it doesn't do much, but they were kept yeah. getting in my way every single time. Yeah, they're not very smart. I think the the, the only reason why I ever liked an AI is because they have random stems that will heal you. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Yeah, yeah, that's about it. But it's, it, it's, I just, maybe it's a mechanical error, you know, and the, I, I really liked their multiplayer at the time, but it, you know, it just is dead as hell as well. But yeah. do you think it's because of the quality or because of the format? I think it's the format. I don't think there's anything wrong with the quality. I think some, I do think that sometimes, um, some rooms are too dark, and I have a really hard time seeing shit, um, which is a problem in VR. I shouldn't. I mean, if you're going for a, a scary, slow game, something might jump out at me. Cool, be dark. But this is a fast pace. You're you're called runners for a reason. You're yeah. running and gunning. If I can't see things, that's kind of a problem. And it's like, and sometimes I don't feel like the headshots are quite on there. And sometimes the guns are kind of wonky on how you're grabbing. They don't allow you to switch on how you're reloading a gun and how you're grabbing. Like, I think you have to turn on a certain setting. So you just don't even release the gun and keep dropping on the damn floor. Um, their newest updates that they've had brought like an LMG. The LMG was pretty cool. I think that um, um, just to kind of speak on, I'm not trying to like steer away from the topic, but mainly I was thinking that like a lot of companies right now are really trying to just stick with what works on the flat screen world. And they're trying to just convert that over to be like the first ones to do it in VR. Some of them do work like, yeah, Veil has like the, you know, CSGO type vibes, but this is kind of like a left for dead scenario. And yes, yeah, it's interesting in the beginning, but I feel like you really got to get really experimental. I was watching, I was watching TBG uh, the other day playing, some uh it looked like an avatar airbender game and he was like lifting up rocks from the dirt and like doing a move and kicking it out and i was like that's the kind of stuff where like the fighting like the different creative formats are going to be the ones that really hold that's where you'll find like the long-term like playability I, I think yeah that's I why agree. i'm waiting for a badass mmo to come out Right. Like, I think that's I think that's why a lot of yeah, I was gonna say MMO or uh like VR horror games are big. I think that's phobia, dude. Why can it not bring that to Oculus? because uh, it would look like shit. <laughs> I know, but that's, that's one game that when I start streaming and playing PC VR, I will be getting on that game so I can scream my little girl. I'm excited out. for you, dude. Like I yeah, it's, it's an awesome game. Yeah. It's so much fun. I haven't played that game, but I'm excited for you to just get on that whole new level of being able to try everything, essentially. But I honestly think that if you're speaking graphically, you know, a game that would work in the horror scene that gets a lot of attention would be Dead by Deadlight, Daylight. Yeah. Oculus game. Hell It'd yeah. It'd be perfect for Oculus. They have yeah. that. But they have that. In, they have that in Steam right now. They have a game. I forgot what it's called. I played it with a uh, short stack and. Uh, 
uh, what's the other? Or Soul BC. And it's VR. It's VR. Soul BC. By the way, if you if nobody knows that guy, you should check out his channel. He was always the killer, and that mm-hmm. guy is like he should be a VR actor. That's what we were saying. He is so convinced, like, cause you hear the guy. He can talk in game, so you hear him from far away. He's dressed as like a psycho clown, but he like does gets into character crazy. And it translates to VR beautifully. It, it looks like shit, honestly. And it's just like one of yeah. the one of those kind of cheaper four dollar games. But it's it's a it's a good experience if you got the right people to play with for sure. I've actually oh. seen that game. I haven't played it yet, but it's like yeah, it's like five bucks or something like that. Yeah. Um, were you talking about um, uh, where, where was it? I just passed it. Uh, oh, I was gonna say you were talking about updates. Into the Radius had an update. That's a great game. I've heard a lot about that one. Great I, game. I, I haven't played it yet. Is it worth buying? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's it, a great it, game, it, but don't buy it. No, it's it's one of those games. Uh, it just it got it just came out just, this month, right? Uh, I think it's been out for a little. It might have been. I know because I played it a little. I played it a couple months ago. So, well, yes, on on um, yes, yes, it has. But uh, I totally recommend. It. it came out in July, actually, but. Yeah, um, I knew it was what, soon. Oh, it's just such a good game. That's one of the games. That's one of the few games that I played longer than an hour, guaranteed. But so, then yeah. survival games, I always play longer than an hour, just because I get too sucked sucked into them, and I have to fucking collect everything. Here's my thing, though. The only reason why I'm not buying this game is because it's not multiplayer survival. Ah, uh, this is true. Yeah, and man, I I got to. Said down the road they're gonna open it up to multiplayer i would buy it now and i would get everything i want like so this game right here is a hair off of the mmo that um the division all right yeah yeah into the radius i'm just saying like that that feel of the uh uh apocalyptic type world that it's in ruins and you're 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 in survival because um um that game is an mmo survival game it's a looter shooter um which it's like why can this not be that yeah yeah and that's what that's what i'm waiting for i'm big mmo guy like if they ever made like destiny and and vr you guys may never hear from me ever again (laughs) (laughs) i i i think that's that goes kind of back to what the point i'm worried (laughs) about is is like they've did like we talked about Zenith last time, and it's like you really have to get creative for it to work. Like, yes, you can make, you can literally put Destiny into the game. You're holding two guns and you're shooting a lot, but like how it's 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 essentially repetitive, and those repetitive things really weigh on you in VR. I feel like a lot more. So like, if you're just gonna be sitting there and aiming for 15 minutes at this giant boss, where you know you gotta chip it away at his health a lot, it's mm-hmm. not gonna be as engaging. Like VR is really meant in my head to be more engaging, and there's so much dynamic to it and potential that you can't get away with just a simple looter shooter. Like you gotta do more. Well, I find I find in VR when I do more, sometimes it brings me back to my like. Do I have to do this again? Like the forest, okay? You got to collect stuff over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Great game, I love it, but I'm just like, I just did this. Like, why do I have to do it again? Like, you guys have, have never like, played Destiny, then? I probably will never. Play I have, <laughs> but not not extensively. No, but you I don't played. know. You see, you see, you don't know people that play Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> you guys all claim you all are complaining about doing the same shit. <laughs> Let me tell you. 
Destiny is is to the extreme version of repetitiveness. Like, if you ever want to go clinically insane, play Destiny 2. And the weird thing is about it, you know you're doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. But you want this certain gear that's going to make you so freaking powerful and all PvP and PvE, and you can be able to do the raid and your power level goes up because it's, you know, it's a loot-based game. And then you get there and you feel so disgusted because you look at you play like 120 <laughs> hours for this stupid gun. That next season it's going to mean freaking nothing. But you you still you still love it. And you still come back and do it. I yeah. believe. And I had somebody actually message me a day and be like, he's like, you ever play anymore? I go, no, I can never play that game ever again. <laughs> it's it's done. It's done. But yeah. One game that I am, I will say this until the day it comes out. And they actually have a release date by the by the way now, um, March. Of 2023, Ghost of Deboer has finally released a month date that it's coming out. That's Dude, one quick. game that I'm very highly anticipating. Very quick. That was quick. Yeah, they they said like if they get spicy with, it, I think when I had they Scott get spicy on, with. It. <laughs> yeah, when they get spicy with it, they they might drop it. You know, he said, you know, who knows? Might be January, but they finally said March of 2023. So I'm okay. With the way, you know, I wish it was like now, but at least it gives me time to get a PCVR and get acclimated. Yeah, um, but so don't do start. it too soon because it's going to release broken and you're going to piss people off. And then unless you <laughs> handle it well and just say, you know what, we're guys, we're handling it. We're, we're doing this and that and this and that. Uh, it's 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 really it's a it's a gamble in my head because we've been hey. we've been bur- we've all as gamers have been burned way too many times, dude. We can't take it anymore. We got our we got our walls <laughs> now. We got our walls, bro. Battlefield. Yeah, I was stoked for that game. I bought it and uh, I was like, I paid sixty dollars to play this for four hours. This sucks. You paid you paid sixty? Oh, you should feel lucky. Oh. I paid one hundred and twenty. Oh, you bought the full version. I did. And I bought it four months before it came out. Woof. I'm so guess sorry. what I did? Want to hear my biggest oof? I bought. Fallout 76 a year <laughs> oh. a year before it came out <laughs> that game is so good so i played the i this is not i'm not lying i with me buying it a year in advance i was able to play the beta exclusiveness on PlayStation i played the beta and i'm just like this is god awful and I never played the game when it fully came out. Ever. Oh, see, and that it's fucks you up because it could be good by now. It could be good with all yeah. the updates and everything. But like, I've heard some people say it's it's all right. They made a really good update that made it, you know decent playable. But still, I'm just like, you know, it's a one and done for me. Like once yeah. I hate you, you're you're just in game world. I'm done. Yeah, I agree 100. percent And you know what? It's really sad about that is it can even turn you off the developer. Yeah. Yeah. 100. percent Like I don't know how many EA games. I'm just like I'm done. I'm out. I'm not doing another one. And, and with Battlefront too, the same exact thing. They the yeah. Battlefront two came out. They reversed a lot of shit. They changed everything, and now it runs beautiful and it looks great and it's a good game. But it took them a fucking year. Like just yeah. wait a year and release the damn game when it's ready, and you'll get players like long term players. Yeah. But, you know. I don't well, know. EA yeah. lost a lot of credibility when they were just it was pay the win for a while. Yeah. Uh, Shady. Yeah. Yeah, that's shitty. But they've been, yeah, it's EA. I, yeah, I, got it's nothing, EA. I, I don't have much good to say about that. But yeah. uh, they put out, I, I generally will still play a lot of EA games, but I'm just kind of fed up with the company policies and how they run it. But 
Yeah. I, I obviously don't work there, so I don't have any pull. So. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, but I applied for a Ghost of Tabor's moderating team. Ooh. Oh yeah. And if I don't get it, I'm done. I'm not playing the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm stoked for that game though, for sure. There's a yeah, me too. There, like the the concept, like we haven't really seen much, honestly, that looks that good. But like just the idea behind it and knowing, like, okay, this is what it could be. Him, mm-hmm. compa- him saying, like, if you call us, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, escape from tarkov in vr then that's great and you can yeah. tell they're pushing for that because the logo is that's the first thing you think of when you see the logo is yeah uh, but uh yeah you know like that's a they, big bar to shoot for i yeah and i just wish they weren't going off that bar they need to watch that bar they really I'm, you know i'm not gonna tell them they can do whatever they want they can call their game whatever they want they can call it that genre or whatever they want but if they say hey Everyone that's ever played Tar- Tarkov, which is a very uh, popular PC game a couple years ago, and I still see people play it, and it's a well-built game. But it, it's also VR, and it's just like, and, but the cool thing is that this game's not made with Unity. It's actually being made with uh, Unreal Engine. And so that's going to be another troubleshoot as well. But like I, I said again, like, I'd be. I'm really interested to see what it's going to look like. I'm going to say this again and again until I see the build. I have not seen it on Quest yet. I've seen it play on on PC VR, but I've not seen it play on Quest yet. You know, um, so I'm, if it's just as beautiful, but if it if it's off a little bit like Contractors is compared to PC VR and that and Oculus, I'm. That's a given. Still. That's a given. Yeah. I'm not always so worried about the end graphics between the yeah. two. I'm worried about the continuous playability. Like if I if the way the way the way I was going to PC VR is because there's mods, there's this, there's that, there's just a ton of stuff that get added to these games. And then when you get in back into the Oculus version, you're just like, oh, I forgot. I can't get this in this. And it's mm-hmm. the same with like VR chat, same with like a lot of games. And for for myself in my house, we have a bunch of headsets. So we like getting on the standalone Oculus games. We don't have a bunch of really good PCs in our house. So we can't play the same games, but we can jump on the headsets, play some golf or something. That's awesome. But there's the games on the PC that have all the variety um, and you're paying pretty much the same amount. Um, I don't think they're any different to be honest, maybe a couple of bucks. But I, that's the only reason why I go for the PC version. I the graphics, you're not really going to get me on graphics. I really could care less. But playability over time, you're definitely going to sell me on it. Yeah, that that's a like what speaking on the graphics aspect of it. Uh, Veil, for example, they they made a beautiful looking game. It functions very well. The physics are awesome, and the, I feel like with a game, I as I think about playing that game, the more you play it. Even with Modern Warfare, the more you play it, the more you care less about how good it... You don't focus on that. You just focus on the mission at hand each round. Like, okay, where are we going? How are we going to coordinate? Like, where are we going to move to? If the physics and everything functions perfect, your brain is not looking at all this other stuff. Initially, yes, you're like, dude, this looks sick. A new gun or like a new skin or map. Yes, it looks great. But after, you know, a couple games, you don't give a shit. You're just worried about where do I got to aim to a degree. Mission first, right? Yeah, exactly. And uh, that's why you got professional players that are always running at the lowest graphics to get the highest frames. Um, And, yeah, I think that's that's an argument I'll probably try to throw their way. Like, hey, guys, uh, maybe to get you on Quest, to get you more players, think about this for a second. So, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm I'm looking for it, and and like like I've always told people, especially I probably everyone's heard me say this in the podcast multiple times, is that you have a good game until these AAA people come in. Everyone thinks they have a good game, and it's either you're going to either progress and and become a AAA game alongside them because nothing's saying that Vale or Ghost of Dabor will not become a VR AAA status title. You know, because not only is Ghost of Dabor going to be, which is Combat Waffles, which is the studio that they make the game with, they're planning for not just Ghost of Dabor. I think they, they're wanting like three or four different game titles um, yeah. that are going to be underneath Combat Waffle that as soon as Dabor's done, they're already getting started to make another one. But people got to watch out. It's almost like me as a, as a VR esports uh, owner. Um, one, one thing I got to worry about is people like optics or, you know, phase coming in and just buying all my players off of me. What know? about, or, so, so yeah, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're good. Go ahead. I'm done. Uh, what I was going to say is I just thought, I just remembered that ruck up. You have a, a, you don't you have a shooter upcoming soon? Yeah, I do. And I think about the same thing all the time, but I don't give a shit <laughs> because because the way I look at it is if if AAA companies are going to come in and put a game out, well then that's not really my competition. They're still going to make the same mistakes I am. They're mm-hmm. they're they, we just talked about some of the best games that were coming out that just freaking flopped. Yeah. Right. So realistically, it's a coin toss for us as developers and, and us as people in EA, in esports and and making gun stocks. We're all in the same boat. Like we're we're all we're all competing in the same environment, but it's just how we how how our it's just how we perceive it. Like do, do you somebody comes along and makes another gun stock, do you really care? No, it's not going to stop you from selling another one. Somebody comes in and creates another esport, are you going to give a shit? No, you're just going to keep doing your thing. Like it's them. <laughs> or you can destroy him. Yeah, he's got to think about how to beat him. <laughs> how to beat him? Yeah, like I think that like even for what I sell, like it's the same difference. I I have a lot of competition, but I don't care because I can still relate to my clients or my customers, and I can still be there and I can be real like I am right now. I don't see Bobo or any of the other fuckers coming on to podcasts and talking about their headsets and stuff, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And they're not doing that because they're not part of this environment. They're just some company that sells products. That's all they are. There's a very big difference between the face of us three, what we do, compared to the face of somebody who hides behind. When was the last time you saw the CEO of EA Sports talk about how good their game is and how what they're going to do on a on a podcast? Never. Yeah. yeah the, what is it? The the meme for Star Wars? Like we want to create a rewarding experience for the players or something. I forgot that meme, but that's like the only yeah. thing I can remember. Exactly. So like silly stuff like that. So realistically, we're all in the same boat. We're all fighting the same war. We're all in this together. So it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. And you definitely touched on a really good point because there's a lot of content creators that get a lot of viewership and, but they, they're such in their, in their minds, they reach their goal of being a content creator and they you know they've had to either step on toes or have a lot of people help them get to the where where they're at and they they, i think people almost like saying like population one just to pick on them being bought by facebook they forgot about all the people that made them population one you know if you look at you know i'm don't come at me you thrill seeking people but (laughs) you you look at thrill seeker he has a huge community of like 
I think 12,000 people in this discord makes really good videos. I watch them, but if you look at it, he, he plateaued and he's in this area. He doesn't have to come on my podcast. He, he, you know, I sent him a DM doesn't even get back to me. You know, that's him. You know that if you don't want to be part of the community, you want to make good content, go ahead. But you know, people just maybe need to think about that. I and, think it might be with thrill seeker specifically because his niche is like just hardware updates. And then, the VR chat world in general, he doesn't, Yeah. he seems to have his stuff he likes, which is more of like, he's the DJ guy, he's the VR chat guy, and like every now and then there's one game that sticks out that he'll play. Like, yeah. uh, and like I was saying, like it's a, uh, he uses Boneworks and a lot of his, uh, his mm-hmm. filler B-roll while he's talking, and that's yeah. why he made a re- like a hype video for Bone Labs. But like you don't really see him making reviews for contractors no, and yeah. all that stuff, you know. And I think uh, with this channel, it's more of like a and anything goes type of stuff. Yeah, but he's yeah. about to release a huge thing he's working on for VR chat, and it's just like, why don't you come on and talk about? It? I know you have, you think you have a huge uh, following, but you know if someone doesn't like a product you're making, you can lose a following pretty quickly. You know, it, it just happens overnight. Yeah. And you can get knocked down off your high horse pretty quickly. Yeah. You so do. wait, he's doing what for, he's doing something for VR chat. I don't know. You'd have to go into his discord. I don't know exactly what that project was. They were talking about it. And one of the, uh, and the conversations they were having within their uh, community that I jumped in and listened to. Um, but he has a whole like project coming out gotcha. and I don't know what it's called. I know that he, he said the project like 50 times in the, in the, in the chat. So I don't know how the hell I don't remember what it's called. Um, but I gotcha. guarantee you could find in there. He's building another discord for it and stuff like that. But like, I just, and I'm just picking on him. It's not like, cause I, you know, I like his content. I'm just putting names, you know, people that would know, cause I could really pick on someone that you and I both don't like. And you know, yeah. that, <laughs> you I know, all three yeah, of us have yeah. the same person Ruck up, Ruck up looked ready to say that. something though. You look ready to say something <laughs> well, earlier. I've, no, no, no. I'm not. I, you know what? I, I really don't care. At the end of the day, you know, it doesn't matter what any any personality does because I think that that we, I think that for the most part, they're there for themselves. And I don't mean that in a negative way, not at all. Because at the end of the day, they, people do need to make money to support their families or whatever it may be. Yeah. So I, at the end of like, I totally agree. I, I think that you do you. That's how I think. But when you step on people or say something that's like completely off kilter, especially with people that you should be supporting, that's when mm-hmm. I kind of get a little upset and I'll get a little defensive and I'll tell them. But in realistically, I think that for the majority of the people out there that no matter how many views they have or how many subscribers, I would say majority of the people that are there are actually helping the community personally. That's what yeah. I think. Yeah. I don't. I don't think. I think there's a very few that may not. Um, but that's my, our our opinions. <laughs> but but um, but I think that in the long run, I think that we're all just trying to do the same thing. And I think that there's a lot of great support, and a lot of the content creators are really supportive. And it's it's pretty actually pretty humbling sometimes. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. I've I've had my run in, you know, with Olin VR in the beginning when I first got like you know started the tiktok account started to see a lot of creators i threw my stock at pretty much anybody i could find with like a somewhat decent following and uh you know like at least 15k i was like my minimum i was like okay i need because this is like this is an investment for me you know especially in the beginning you don't have much money and uh i did get burned quite a few times um and like 
I just keep it in the back of my head. I'm just like, okay, like that's kind of the cost of doing business to a degree. And I just know that this person, if I ever see them down the road, I don't want anything to do with you. That's just what it is. Like you just figure out, yeah, you just figure out the lay of the land and then you're just like, okay, I'll just maneuver around you and it is what it is. And if I ever have to, there's going to be somebody at, uh, at the Miami land that, uh, who, who is one of those people. And uh, I was just like, the, Oh, well, like I first initially saw him in the group, this person. And I was just like, initially that, you know, you get that initial reaction of like, Oh, you know, f- screw that guy. But now I'm just like, I can't let that, you know, dictate how I like want to do my thing in general. Yeah, Cause it's going to stink if you show up and he's actually a cool dude in person. You're yeah. Like, yeah. That too. It sucks that you're such a cool dude, but you know, your personality sucks. <laughs> yeah. I want to bring know, this up to you. Personality. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 You might be you aside. Take one of your guns and just shove it right where it counts. <laughs> you see where that gun is doing now? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think though that I think it's I think it's healthy to have that. I think it's normal, but I think that at the end of the day, their opinion is one of billions. <laughs> yeah. There's so many is. freaking people on this planet that trust me, somebody with a million subscribers means nothing to me because there's just so I don't need them to sell my product or to sell my game or, or to give me anything. Mm-hmm. I can go to Amazon. I can go to Google. I can go to like, I can, I know how to do my own thing. I don't need them. Yeah. And for the most part, not yeah. for the most part, yeah. it's hundred percent accurate. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Then... but, and what I've noticed and, you know, people can take it how they want to see it is that all these people that you know that we're mentioning you know and it, it's not always this but it's the old school vr people that are doing this that have been there since day one vr you know they probably picked up when those 1990s freaking vr nintendo headsets whatever you know just a joke but um a lot of them are the ones that you could tell that they're like we've been here this is what we and i think olin and i talked about this last week yeah. is that they don't like change. They don't like any type of innovation that's going to threaten their model that they've created for their consumer. Their consumer is their fans and and their community that they built. So whatever. And that's like, even like uh, me, like I don't meet like when, when I'm on YouTube, for instance, this is my main account now, which is VR jungle podcast and havoc clips so i watch people's stuff and comment on my stuff knowing that's my title and sometimes i feel bad because it's like i don't want people to think like oh he's just doing that because that's his title no i'm doing that because i want you to know that i'm also watching your shit you know i'm yeah. also there and like i was on uh, uh so i watch uh, the other podcast which is between realities podcast and i was just like sometimes i'll switch to my my guarantee account and I was just on there not paying attention. I said something and they, they read it out loud. They go, oh, looks like a VR jungle podcast is here and hanging out. And they didn't stop. They could have completely just skipped me, but you know, Skiba read it. And I was like, Oh, that, all right. Well, that's cool. You know, that you're, even if they came on, I have no problem. Like these are the people from, uh, uh, be, you know, between reality podcasts, go watch them because yeah, why not? They, they have another perspective on VR that I can't give. Cause they actually go out and, you know, they get involved in this stuff. So they get hands-on experience when they do their podcast and yeah. they bring on some really interesting guests. Like, I don't know if you saw the last one, but this guy, the guest that they had on last time wants to, Oh, he who's creating some type of uh, 
reality? What was it? Why do I did it skip my head? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And it's good. It's humbling because I think that I think everybody should at least get take some time for everybody else, especially mm -hmm. in such a new environment. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I honestly feel the same way with my industry. I just I'm like wary because of I don't know the people like I've wanted to reach out to other companies, but I just don't know them enough to be like, hey, I have a you, new you, idea. What do you, you think? Gotta try it. You just got to try it. I, I sent a, I sent a message to Dave Portnoy just off cuff like I have a VR idea for you and I said you email me and I said I email I think I met I think I messaged him on Instagram and I emailed um uh his Dave Portnoy show and I still haven't got anything back but you still send him a pizza it. you gotta send him a pizza first oh yeah that would be a good one <laughs> no but I'm talking about specifically gunstock owners like gunstock yeah. companies I'm just like. I feel like there's a cooler way we could do things together, implement these two together, but I just don't know what that's going to bring. And I'm like, you know, what? like I talk myself out of it to a degree, but yeah, you know, I've, I've considered that. Cause like, I know that, you know, there was one thing that, uh, going, I was watching Joe Rogan talking, a uh, guy talking about UFOs. Uh, I forgot the guy who went to, Area 51, and he was the main oh, guy. He worked there. I can't yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was talking – like the he one point he said, it. though, was um, this seems odd to me because they only wanted a few scientists in at a time, whereas the scienti scientific community always works together when everybody – I mean works way better when everybody can collectively put their minds together. And I feel like that applies to essentially everything. Like everybody yeah. just genuinely wants things to happen. You put the, put the minds together, something good will come out of it. But um, – yeah. Yeah, you know, there's just like you know, there's still like the politics and the drama and like different things going on that you're not sure about, and so yeah. The guy's name is Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar, yeah, that dude's that dude's I interesting. Tell you, I could tell you a true story about him, but that'll be left for off air. But anyway, <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not exactly the most not exactly the most real fellow you'll ever meet. But okay, really. Yeah, but, but uh, but no, that's that's actually that that's the. the Besides what he is, that's a really good quote, and I, I agree with you 100%. Um, I I think that uh, I get I say I agree. Go go chat, talk to as many as you can, um, but just be leery. Uh, keep your keep your ideas as close as possible until you're ready to share them. That's yeah. for sure. And it sounds like you have something good going on because you don't want to share anything. So with your new product. It's yeah. not. It's not. It's not as good as you're making it out to be. I'll We're be gonna have to have him on for a third time when he's ready to release. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right, if fair enough. Find, we'll if, do that. if we find out that if it's gonna be it, so, if we so, we're still gonna have you a third time, time regardless because we like chatting with you. But you know, if we just never bring it up again, it was a flop idea. <laughs> exactly. 100%. We'll, we'll edit this part of the show. <laughs> yeah. 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 You come on the third time. Remember that show I did? You know, the last part we did before we got off? Go ahead and wipe that out. Let's <laughs> that. So, yeah, uh, we, yeah, we've been on for about two hours now. We've been going, talking for a little bit. I knew we would because, you know, good guest, good co host. Good chat. You got me. Good chat. I'm yeah. just wonderful. Good chat. Good people. Yeah, and so um, just before I wanted to finish up, the one thing that I, I was – I just looked up that guy really quick that they had on Between Realities. He's literally trying to make some, like, holographic type stuff. So when you think about it, it gets popped up in VR. So you're, like, in this VR-type room. So what? you think of anything you want, it'll pop up. He's trying to build that. 
type of like Star Trekky type stuff. That's crazy. Um, and so. Oh, like be... AI, how you can type in an entire like detailed sentence and it'll generate exactly, an image. And exactly. 3D so he's model. working on something like that, which I didn't. I was gonna like see. I'm gonna eventually want to see if humans come on that, but I don't want to like copy their people. But he was a cool guy uh, listening to. And then no, I mean that thing... helps that guy get exposure. Yeah. Like you know, exactly. project. Yeah. And I've seen you know, there's always people that have used. I I listen to a lot of podcasts because I drive an hour to work and an hour back that I listened to a group of people like Joe Rogan, Burt Kreischer, and then like the two bears in the cave. And then like some random ones like Nug boys and stuff like that. They all share people. And it's almost like they went on a podcast tour with each other. Yeah. And so eventually I want to get to that level with these people that do VR podcasts, but um, in that's time. just trying, that's in time. I'm just trying to get everyone to love each other, you know, like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> but um, another thing before I stop talking and let you kind of take it out um, about with you, Ruck, is that I want to mention to everybody that the VR awards is going on. And I sent Olin a link of it. Please go out. And I know that uh, we're not part of it, but, you know, um, I did say they better put me in it next year. We're going to have some major problems. And then also having a VR esports category too, because why not also have Havoc on there as well. But VR uh, awards going out, they have, uh, uh, let's see, they have uh, content creator of the year, uh, VR uh, healthcare. Wait, what am I reading there? Yeah, they, they cover the entire spectrum of what everything VR covers. So, yeah, I think they, that shit yeah. is, uh, in my opinion, that's like kind of bullshit. The whole, uh, like, I, there was a whole Twitter rant and some drama a little bit from one specific person who's prone to that kind of stuff but he did bring up he did bring light to a thing where like all the stuff they're voting on is it looks like all the people who would have no clue about like the actual bait like they would have probably an idea about maybe the healthcare aspect of it or like the utilitarian part of it with engineering but as far mm -hmm. as gaming stuff i'm like like you don't play video games you do not play video games yeah, you're like a 45 was... year old dude you got a full legit suit you look like the ceo of ea like you do not look like a guy who wants to play video games but it's yeah. just it so, just seems a little little sus yeah so we got the <laughs> vr awards going on which makes me i was literally thinking about this day because I, I knew i wanted to talk about it how hard would it be for me to make some vr awards i want i want to get some awards there could be more they have multiple award channels wouldn't be very hard no i'm just gonna gather up people it's so best content creator of the year is only gonna have v uh vr jungle um <laughs> and then uh best esports uh team in vr for 2022 is only gonna have vr esports havoc um let's see best gun stock of 2022 oh, oh with vr easy and then best accessory for head straps rucked up vr Congratulations. Congratulations. That was a quick award ceremony. and Congratulations to all of us for getting our awards tonight. I appreciate it. It'll go next to my uh, other two awards that we've won on your show every year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that'd be fun. But uh, So, yeah, anything else you want to say before we, uh, uh, we uh, get out of here? For me, probably not. No, I think we've said it for all me? for the last two hours. But I appreciate it. Thank you very much. I love coming on. Uh, it was good to talk to both of you this time. And yeah, uh, nowhere to go but up. So thank you, boys. Uh, until we find the portal in the oceans, that's going to take us to the next world down. This is true.
Olin, you got anything? This to is get turning into Joe Rogan podcast. What? Keep an eye out for our keep an eye out for our live stream. We'll be live streaming our booth at uh, the Miami Major. Watch the major. It's gonna be dope, and we'll be updating everything with like you know videos and shit. I'm just gonna try to record every aspect of it I can and share with the world, and try to push for another one next year. So, cool, cool. Um, so I don't know how we're gonna end this yet because he's controlling it this time and not me. So we're gonna figure this out. But uh, n- next week maybe same time as always. We might change it. Depends on how tired that guy is over somewhere over here. Uh, depends on since Owen will be in Miami. Uh, we'll see how Monday goes. If he says he's too tired, then we'll probably just wait till later in the week. No, I'll before. probably have a thousand things I want to talk about. But... All right, so we're doing Monday. <laughs> Screw it. I don't care if he's tired. He's Let's just go committed. for it. We're doing Monday now. That's what so Red Bulls for. One, Monday, nine Eastern, as always. Might bring a guest on. Maybe we'll find someone. Maybe we'll get one of the champions from the freaking tournament. All right, I'm searching. All right. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Get me out of here. Close right. me out. Bye, everybody. Peace out.